Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I just, like, released my seat down a bit and, like, went way too far down. I love it. I fully went all the way down the screen. Hello and welcome back to 30 Flirty and Perishing. I'm Sophie Lyons. You are the magnificent Clara Kavna. We're coming to you Radio Live, Radio Nova to tell you what's going on in the current up-to-date pop culture news. It's on the pulse, finger on the button. Something's just happened and we report on it. We are also pressed for time this week, so it will be a radioactive speed as well. Clara, how are you? I'm very well, Sophie. Thank you. How are you? Good. Good, thank you. I have a lot of adrenaline because you guys quickly. I know. I, we're really on like a buzz for this. I know. I'm dying um, to hear your topic because you haven't told me anything. Um, and you haven't told me yours. And I haven't told you mine, even though mine's not very well researched. But let's pop Let's pop right into it. Talk to me about your J'adore or test of the week. This week, it's both a J'adore and a test Because, you know, I'm dynamic. I'm fluid. I like to be in the <laughs> enigma. But I went to go see a play, a very scary play called The Pillow Man starring Lily Allen. And it's a very scary play. We went after having like five margaritas because there was a margarita Monday on in the restaurant that we were in. After that kind of a pregame, we probably just should have gone to go see Mrs. Doubtfire. Not a horror about like different ways they can kill kids. So bit dark. The play itself is really crap, but she's getting slated. Is she? Like in it. Yeah. For her performance. I would just like to take a stand because she was brilliant and it's the play that's crap. And I thought it was really unfair. I think her move into acting has been so good. She was in this other show, Sharon Horgan's production company, Merman, did it with Sky earlier in the year. It's called Dreamland. It's all about Margate and these four sisters. I just binged that over the weekend as well. Again, Lily Allen smashing it. I think I saw Um, the trailer for that. Yeah, and I just think like, Jadoring Lily Allen, I think that's a great career change. Her autobiography is sensational. Is it? And oh, it's really good. It's really, really good. Yeah, a celebrity book, oh. memoir book club, I think, do a recap of it, but I think it's well worth the read. And on, I did on Audible, and you can listen to her, her gorgeous voice. Oh, I'm totally. She's like a little English, she's like a lovely little English rose. Such a colourful life. But what annoys me is it's like just because she's Lily Allen and she is of that generation, she was kind of like, dare I say, the UK's Lindsay Lohan. Everything she did, the press just tore her apart. And I just think, she was. you know, she grew up in the mainstream, like showbiz life. Her dad was like, like there's one story in her book where her dad like had a heart attack at Glastonbury from doing too much cocaine. And she was there and like resuscitated him and he still stayed sashing for the rest of the weekend. Quite a... What would you say? Quite a like, she was exposed to a lot at quite a young age or whatever. And like to see her now, she's married to this gorgeous guy from Stranger Things, David Arb Harbour Arbor. They're really uh, cute they, together. 
Oh my god, architectural dark. Oh, sorry, as you can tell, I've gone down quite a Lily Allen. I've seen that. I haven't watched it yet, but I have it on my thing. Oh my god, their architectural dye dress, their home in Brooklyn, is unbelievable. It's just like so gorgeous, so beautiful. And he was like talking about. He was like, "Oh, the three ladies of my life wanted this, or the three women who I love the most wanted this." And it's like her and her two little girls, like, and they're not his kids. I was just like. You are just, I'm just so happy for her that she's in like such a happy place after being such an unhealthy, because she could have definitely gone down like the Amy Winehouse roots and the... She seems very happy now. She seems so happy. And I just feel like, so the play that we were at, like we went after the review week and they just got slated. They were saying, oh, a play's great, she's shit. But sorry, the play is shit. It was like gory for no reason. And she was really good. We were sitting quite far back and like, if you didn't know that was Lily Allen, you wouldn't have known it was her. I just thought she's very good. And then at the end of it, the crowd was really nice and like gave her like a big hooping and hollering. And she had to learn all this like dialogue. And like at the end, she was finished like her last monologue and she kind of like turned away from the crowd. But you could tell that she was like, oh, fuck, like I don't think it was part of the character. And the crowd just like ate it up and was so nice to her. And she was like really taken aback. And I was just like, oh, my God, do we have to be so mean to people. And like. She's just great. So adoring Lily Allen, you're testing La Press. I love her. She was a big subject for like that. Do you remember like Heat magazine? Yeah, she was real t- tabloid fodder and like any excuse to tear her down. And, and like putting happening. on weight and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But she, she looks totally different now. And it's just but like she just seems like in a lovely, like happy and grounded place and like has come back having really like worked on something. And I'm just I'm here for it, Lily. Did you, you see her at... Was it Glastonbury last year where she performed with Olivia Rodrigo? No. Oh, she sings um, Fuck You with Olivia Rodrigo. And oh, it, they did it to the Supreme up. Court because they oh, just overturned, yeah. was it Roe versus Wade or one of those ones? It's fabulous. Look at that. I will. So what are you adoring your testing? Um, my two is a flip flop of Jador and test. Um, oh, wow. Mine was the aftermath of my soul at Glastonbury. Um, <laughs> obviously, it was so fabulous and amazing. But the aftermath of sort of coming back down to earth was like... Horrific. Awful. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 I think it's quite a crash landing as well because you're in like heaven. It's not a smooth one, no. Transition, no. And you kind of think like at the end of it, you're like, oh, I'm, I'm ready to return to earth. Yeah. But then it turns out like you're not really... Um, no, because I, I also think like the five days being there or like four four nights were you like that really has an impact because you're you're there for so long. Like I find I get delirious after three days at a festival, so I couldn't imagine five. Yeah, mine's like the Jadora Glasto with a test of like my spirit afterwards. I'm like I'm on the up and up now, but like it's very <laughs> difficult yeah fuck uh, yeah um oh, you poor poppet it's almost like you need to go on like a little holiday i've after. heard of people going on to like a hotel after for a day or two yeah and just chilling out strange. like with the pool and stuff which i think is a fab idea i mean it seems ridiculous yeah. you have to go to like a mini break after a festival and um, after a mini break but i think no, it's because I... it's just so good that the but you're like how do i go back to normal life I know, and if you think about it, like four days isn't actually that much, <laughs> like as in in the grand. But it is things. in festival time, yeah. Because you like you haven't seen like. But it is like a going bus. to like another world. Yeah, um, it's just like another civilization, isn't it? Like one of the like it's like fifth biggest city in the UK. At, it's up. at that, yeah, that at that point in time, but yeah, that's my Jadora test. 
plain and simple. The highs, the highs and the lows. And I still fancy Fred again. What an angel. Your sister Sophie was sending me um his like glass toe highlights. I saw a few TikToks actually because mine is so refined now. But um, that he did a secret gig with the Blessed Madonna I on know. that night. I know. Oh, it looked phenomenal. Where did we get? We saw someone else after that. I can't remember. He's so fabulous. I watched his like day at Glastonbury on Instagram. Oh my god, was it so cute? And his um, his brother and his like sister in law were having a baby, and then she just like left, and then they had the baby. Well, yeah. Can we link that in the show notes? Because I feel like it would like really soothe some people's it souls. It really soothed my soul the other day. Yeah. Okay. I'll absolutely put that in there. Such, uh, such a puppet. Anyway, I'm still loving him, which is such a nice journey. <laughs> okay, thank you for your adorn to test. Now onto the meaty segment. I'm dying to hear what your topic is because I don't know what it is. Oh, so I read this article recently and it was all about the rebirth of the messy celebrity divorce because there's a couple of divorces in the headlines at the moment that okay. are getting pretty salty. Go on. Okay. So like we're gone from the days, like the last 10 years, we've had like conscious uncouplings. Yeah. We've had Reese Witherspoon saying she's still in deep love and has kindness and respect for everything that her and her husband have created, but like they have to part ways. Chelsea Handler said she broke up with her boyfriend, Joe Coy. They were together for ages. And she said, it's not the ending, but another beginning. I'm still in love. Like the moon loves the sun and the sun loves the moon. Just absolute jargon bullshit that nobody buys. Everybody just wants a good PR campaign. That also doesn't sound like something she would say. Oh, no. But something messy is in the air because Kevin Costner is divorcing his wife, Christine, I'm going to try to say this right, Baumgartner. Okay. So he apparently cheated on her and is totally blindsided. Not Kevin. Yeah. She filed for divorce back in May after 18 years together, three kids. But neither party are interested in privacy because it's all going through the tabloids now. And yes, I've got one knife and one fork in each of my paws and my fucking popcorn in the oven. And it's pretty juicy. Go on. So, I think I heard rumblings about a house or something. That's so all he I know. Cheated, yeah, he apparently cheated on her, which he denies. I hope and that's not true. I like him. He, mm, I know. And um, his attorney is the same divorce lawyer, the one and only Laura Wasser, who's done Angelina Jolie, Kim Kardashian. Oh Heidi my Bloom, God, she's a beast. Johnny Depp. Yeah, basically every celebrity. And apparently Christine, uh, his ex-wife, is refusing to leave their $145 million home in California. How is a home worth that? That's not a palace. I know, I know. So Us Us Weekly is now saying that Christine feels that Kevin should be the one that goes. And she's angry at him for putting work ahead of his family because he's in that new show, um, Yellow Jackets. So she's requesting a whopping $248,000 a month in child support. And she claims for three kids. And she claims that Kevin Costner told the kids about the divorce over a 10 minute Zoom call from Las Vegas. Oh, that's not great from Kevin. And they're 13, 14 and 16. It's not like they're older kids who like saw it coming. Like that's very formative times for your parents to be on through a divorce. So 80, basically 80K a month per child. Mm. But here's the stickler. 
his last divorce was to his college sweetheart, Cindy Sylvia. Great name. They have four kids together, meaning he has seven in total. But there was no prenup and he had to pay Cindy $80 million, which was a record at the time. So now in Kevin's new divorce, Mm -hmm. there's an airtight prenup and she gets no spousal support. So that might be why she's going for the quarter of a million a month because she gets no spousal support. Why does she get no spousal support? Well, like, no, part of the agreement of the of the prenup was that she wouldn't get any spousal support. So she signed that. But he obviously had that in place because he I had see. to give 80 million to Cindy when they divorced. So and she probably thought she was marrying for love. Like she seems pretty bitter and heartbroken. I always liked him as well. I know. Well, it, it sounds like there's two of them in it. But like, give me the dramatics. Now, there's one more. Right. You might be aware of this couple. Because it's Real Housewives, but of Atlanta. I'm not too sure you watched oh, that one. No. So Kim Zolchak oh, and okay. Croy Bierman, he's an NFL player. They filed for divorce last month. You don't really need to know who they are, but like, get a load of this. So he wants legal and physical custody of their four kids. Then she said he was smoking weed in front of the kids and asked for a drug test. Then he said she needed a psych evaluation because she had a gambling problem that prevents her from looking after the kids. Oh, it's just bish, bash, bosh. Now, you never know. That could be all be to be included in the show or whatever. But it's like so dark and that's dramatic. That's airing your dirty laundry. Dirty laundry, like smoking weed in front of the kids. Like that's a low blow. Is it going um, and then, through the tabloids or is this? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While it is dramatic... It's it's just so refreshing to see couples acting like they're going through a divorce. None of this bullshit. <laughs> Do you remember when Channing Tatum divorced Jenna, step up girl? That was so much more bitter than they let on. Yeah, and their original thing, they were like, oh, we had a magical journey together. And they're talking about being friends. Yeah, it's like you're not. It's just unbelievable. I just love it because it's just like celebrities are not real people. And especially when it comes down to like ridiculous dirty laundry that needs to get aired or like that goes on they just live such ridiculous lives this stuff happens point of information do you remember i messaged you the other day just about the kardashians and i was like this is the weirdest thing i've ever seen someone do Mm. just when you touched on they don't live normal lives where kim went in to get her driver's license and they shut it down and she ruined her hair and makeup it's so weird, isn't it? It was like the simple life as well. They were like, "Can we get? Can we get a look at the the photo?" And like, and they were doing like lighting. So weird. It's very unlikable. It's very unlikable. It's very unrelatable, and it's also like, what is this there to achieve? You know, it's like you're trying to be relatable. I was watching. I'm real behind, and I was just kind of catching you up. You don't there. need to catch and up. I, yeah. But I was watching the episode where Courtney's getting all upset about Kim yeah. and the Dolce deal and she's talking to Kendall. And I was like, this is like the normal pre- people version of sisters like fighting over a wedding band or something. Dolce's doing my oh, wedding, sorry. I'm doing yeah. <laughs> Or like uh, even like just like a, a dress to something. Yeah. It's a Kardashian version. To like, you know, like a do, like a dress. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Because it's so escalated. Also, Kendall's no help. She's like, I see She's both like, sides. Yeah, I mean, it's a big paycheck. Mm. Kendall's no help it's like, But like, why would you care about the money? But her, Courtney's whole point is like, why does everyone care about the money? This is like my wedding. It's not a business thing. Equally, totally though, to her point, 
Oh, I don't know. They honestly, it's so bad. Mm. So yeah. Anyway, I just yeah, it's 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 a bit of an overhyped and unbelievable fight at this point because you know they're getting on now. I'm more just like Courtney. Would you just fucking talk to her and stop talking around her? Yeah. I hate this whole thing of like even just like with people I know like talking around it and it's like then go talk to her and stop talking to me about it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. She's so irritating. Um, what do you think they're gonna call their baby? I hope it's like uh, Kravis or like Romancia. Or they something. already know the name, apparently. Oh, do they? I think he said it. He was like, I know the name. I've known your name for months. I wonder what it's going to be. I think if I was a celeb, I would just do the no comment because... You see, the Kardashians have the show, though, so they're not... Oh, sorry, do you mean from divorce? Yeah, like I think if someone was throwing airing my dirty laundry, I do think the best thing, if you can do it, is to just is to... stay silent, I think. It is, but it's also the hardest it's one. It's so difficult. But, you're, but you've obviously, like, when two people like that uh, Real Housewives couple come together, they seem to be quite equal on the path for taking each other down. But um, I was looking into an old classic one, because, you know, there is a lot, like, we could do, like, a three-hour podcast on weird celebrity divorces. You know, there's a lot out there. But one I totally forgot about was Phil Collins and Oriane Bates, just just when you speak of like airing dirty laundry and going in for the jugular. So they split in 2006 for 46.68 million, which was the biggest divorce in British legal history at the time. They got, But then they ended up getting back together in 2016 and then they split <laughs> in 2020. So, so after they split, mm-hmm. Phil Collins served her with an eviction notice from their $40 million Miami mansion because he discovered that she married another guy in that mansion. (laughs) So he served her with her eviction papers and she contested it, saying that when they were living together, Phil refused to shower and had a stench that became so pervasive that he became a hermit. And then she started... Well, my mum doesn't like him. (laughs) And I have to tell you, if my mum doesn't like someone, it's for a reason. And anyone who knows her will agree. (laughs) Just just for Oriane. The way way he treats women, apparently she, I can't remember, but she's, she cannot stand him. And now I don't like him and I don't even know. So then Oriane, and maybe with the help of your mum, who knows, she started auctioning off Phil Collins's records and awards while they were awaiting the judge's decision on their divorce. I mean, that's um, that's like the celeb version of throwing their clothes out the window. Petty. It's so good. And she said she's like, because she's entitled to half of the home and what's in it until it is settled. Oh my God. So she was just selling, selling, selling until she had to do otherwise. That's my kind of girl. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Um, mine is a real whistle stop, but it's extremely current given that this will come out in a timely nature. Wimbledon starts today. Today is Monday. Yay! Wimbledon is kicking off. I think it's best part of the summer. We spoke about it last year, I remember, because I was talking about, um, I can never pronounce his name, Nick Kyrgios. Mm-hmm. Is that how you say oh, it? Oh, yeah. I can never remember how to say it. Anyway, he's pulled out because of a wrist injury. Oh. Um, and it's kicked off today. Rain was forecasted. It's also quite windy. And they think that will affect a load of bits. But they're saying first court and centre court have had roofs come over. So that won't be that big a deal. But all the stars were out. The Saturdays, Rochelle and Molly were there. And Molly has a darling Chanel um, handbag with like tennis racket outline on it. She's with someone new and I think he's from aristocracy. Um, They've had a baby. Yeah, but I think he's aristocrat vibes. And this is a two weeks where now it'll be heavy with celebs. Bradley Cooper always goes. Always. Other people like Beyonce. Our our beloved Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. I went last year, of course. He took it upon himself to stand up and wave to the crowds (laughs) for no reason. Then you've got a Paul Meskel. You have the Royal Box, obviously. Um, Meghan Markle usually makes, makes an appearance. I doubt that will happen this year. I'd say it's only when Serena. But still, like, the people in the Royal Box, though, sometimes I'm like, this actually makes no sense. Who makes it in the Royal Box? One of the things I was looking at was the dress code for something like this is, like, notoriously difficult to get correct. And I was looking up, like, what the rules are and stuff. And for your average Joe punter, there's no rules. But there's obviously kind of guidelines. And... There's still no official dress code, but it's in, in, it's encouraged to do smart casual. Strict white is just for tennis players, but loads of tennis players. Who was it last year? They wore something and they kept getting fines. But it's like a lot of the black brands now will just pay fines in order to get noticed, which I think is absolutely fabulous. Oh, wow. They're and changing. The, the women can wear black underwear now, you know, under the skirt. A black underpants. For the, you know not being worried about time of the month instances. Oh. And then one player came out though, I don't know who she was, but she was like, well then if I wear the black underwear, then everybody knows it's my time of the month. So everyone has to wear them where nobody wears them. That's an awkward conversation, isn't it? Like just leave the girls at it. But like Um, the Irish rugby team, they changed their shorts to black or navy or something. And like, it does make a difference. You don't have to be worrying about that when you're like winning winning grand slams and scoring tries. I love the way Serena just wears all her um, like jewellery bits. Yeah. She wears all her girls and everything. Oh, it's tennis is such a sexy sport. It's so classy. It's so classy. You can wear your jewellery. And it's not annoying classy. It's just like, I'm classy. And like, you can wear your jewellery. You can look glam. You're in like a little it's like sassy. skirt and like the noises and everything. Like, you know, it's just very like. It's very, the noises. But there's some new film uh, with Zendaya coming out uh, in September. Is it all a about a big film? sexy, yeah, sexy tennis film. It's meant to be amazing. It's coming out in September. A sexy tennis 
the sexy tennis film. But it's the sexiest of the sports. I challenge anyone to greet me with a with a hornier sport I just don't think there is one so true also if you go to the doubles ones they're like the more kind of random less high stakes ones if you get into them mm. loads of them end up doing like if someone's going ah like hitting the ball like yeah. they'll imitate them back it's real banter on the tennis court um, go on I know but there's no clear set like the fashion Wimbledon's always so fab but there's no clear set rules but they, what they say to the public Art. is no ripped jeans. I think that's kind of fair. No running yeah. vests. Makes sense. No yeah. dirty trainers. I'd argue that's a bit elitist. We're living very. in London. It's very hard to keep your trainers clean. Um, Sorry, the terrain. I'm walking through a park. What if I get a bit muddy? Yeah, and then if you're on Murray Mound or Henman Hill, however you want to call it. Um, yeah, if there's rain. Yeah. No sports shorts. I think that's a ridiculous statement. Unless they're talking about like the GAA. GAA ones, excuse me. Anything with a large logo <laughs> or political statement. Oh, oh, that's fair because there's so many cameras. The advice, I wonder would you get the tap on the shoulder? What? If you have a thing? Like if you had like a big MAGA t-shirt on or something. Well, the World Cup, it would have been two or three World Cups ago. There was this brand and they had these girls wearing like, I think there was like four girls wearing these orange dresses with a tiny label and they got fined. Oh, come on. I know. But the whole thing about this article I found is hilarious. But the whole thing about they're saying like, you know, if you're in centre court or court one, like the better you dress, the more likely you are to be on television. So that was numero uno, how to dress at Wimbledon. But the other thing I was thinking about, which I've heard, now this was updated two hours ago-ish. Tennis fans who didn't have tickets were queuing this morning. And they've been there since quarter to four in the morning. And they're saying the queue is not moving. I've been here, blah, blah, blah. And we're not moving. They're now, they've said, like Wimbledon have said, like, if you're thinking about coming down, don't. Um, Wow, I was thinking about coming down. (laughs) I know, I did it the first year I was in London. We got there at that time and we got in. But then I've had tickets and or something the last few years, which is fab. But it's just oh, like... But you're not falling asleep if you're up that... If you're in the queue that early, you're basically up all night. people who have brought tents to queue from 3.45 this morning for tomorrow's queue. From Tuesday's queue. So when this is coming out, most likely Tuesday, th- those people will have been there for like... What is that, 48 hours? Oh my God. And I just like this rat race. It's a real rat race. But it's also it happens every year. I suppose it's just like... It's the Glastonbury of sport, maybe, but like, I just on. think every year stuff gets more difficult and more difficult. And more people want it. Yeah. yeah, and the whole thing about Wimbledon was like, oh, you can queue up on the day, especially if it's during the week, and you'll most likely get in. And it's just, give us a break. Yeah, let the girlies in to see the tennis. I know, I can't wait to just see what celebs are there. It's my favourite. I hope um, Tom Cruise is there, though, because... Oh, he'll be there. He's such just a Just to annoy us. He stood up last year. David Beckham caught a ball last year, didn't he? David Beckham. The of Beckham's course he there. did. I'd love if Harper was there. I want to get really into it now from the get-go. I feel like I only really get into it in the last week and then I'm like, oh. Yeah, because then you feel so momentum much fun, and stuff. Fun. Djokovic is yeah. playing today. And I don't want to watch a robot. I won't. He ruined himself for me personally during COVID. During COVID and during that whole um, Australia visa thing when he wasn't vaccinated. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant by the COVID thing. Oh, yeah. 
he was he was hosting all these tennis tourna- tournaments in Serbia and it, it it was like no masks, nothing. And it was in the height of all the lockdowns. It was just like, oh my God, okay. Oh my God, the BBC aren't showing Djokovic on Centre Court. Why? Because the, BB cover- like, the BBC coverage doesn't start until quarter to two. That's convenient. Oh, I, think- I just think for such a, like, you know the way people love Nadal and like obsessed but with But people Federer. love Djokovic. It's only until, he, like, he was really like, but it just showed he's like a massive control freak ignoramus he is just a robot in human form like i just don't there's no connection no Um, and i I just think it's very hard to cheer for someone with no personality and no charisma or no like oh this means the world for me he's like mission complete thank you Uh, and all he does is talk about his success and he also just asks the crowd to cheer for him and i fucking hate that who was he playing last year was a curios in the final didn't he win in the final last year against Kyrgios? Yeah. And like the, the crowd were really after Kyrgios because, it, I don't know, you just hate Jock. It was like the, either of them were the lesser of two evils in a way, depending on who you prefer. But Kyrgios was getting loads of support and then he sco- uh, Djokovic scored and he was like, oh, give me the... Uh, and trying to big up the crowd being like, no, 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 cheer me. It's like, oh, it's like, don't beg for... Oh, yeah, I remember that. Sorry, I honestly, though, I'll really miss... I'll really miss Kyrgios's rambunctiousness. He went out during Wimbledon. Yeah. You do. He is the kind of like controversial character that makes it interesting. But I don't know. Like there's Well, because tennis is so classy and he's so not. (laughs) I know. It's so. (laughs) He's so rogue. Like he doesn't wear what you're supposed to wear. He wears weird like layered tops and very strange behavior. But entertaining Mm. nonetheless. You kind of love to hate him, but then when that story broke of him, like a domestic abuse case came out about him and his ex-partner, it's just like, oh no. Oh yeah, what happened there? Going down the Conor McGregor route, it seems. So I don't know. It's like they used to make it a bit fun and then it's like, oh no, you're actually just a dickhead. There was like a court case that he, it was like this incident in the hotel room with his ex-girlfriend and he was really physical with her. So I don't know what happened to it, obviously allegedly, but. Anyway, yeah, I think he summed it up perfectly. His tennis is so classy, but he ain't got none of that in his real life. No, he's not classy. No. He's not classy. Anyway, it kicks off. I'm very excited about it. We like, should have a little um, winning pool or what you call those? Little uh, round robin. Syndicate. Syndicate. Little, is that what it's called? A little um, Wimbledon watch party or something. Strawberries and cream. Pims. I hate Pims, but it makes me want to like Pims. Oh, come on. It's a, it's a British sangria. <laughs> <laughs> Strawberries and cream. I, that could be gingham. part of my last meal. G- gingham. Just to sit on. Or, oh yes, a wicker hat. Oh. Cream pants, anyone? Oh, yes. And the men must wear red pants and we must wear white pants. Cream he- pants. Thank you so much, Sos. Let's Wimbledon watch party in the park. Here we go. Hundy P, you can watch it in like King's Cross and stuff. So let's definitely do that. Um, and I have a recommendation to close on. Yes, hit me with your record. Um, it's another movie recommendation that got no um, attention in the press. Go on. Meryl Streep, Tommy Lee Ooh. Jones in, I think it's 2012, Hope Springs. Have you heard of it? Um, like, I'd say I've seen it on Netflix a fair bit. Oh my God, it's so good. I watched it with my mum and 
It's basically this couple who are have hit a massive rut in their marriage in their kind of fifties, sixties, oh, and they go yeah. to a marriage counselor. It is excellent when they watch. Fantastic. It's so so good, and Steve Carell is the therapist. Very and good. And it's like relatable, Casting. like you kind of get where they are in their marriage. The kids have left and they've gotten used to this routine and it's like an hour and a half. Lovely Sunday I'd say watch. they're a good dynamic. They're great. Good banter. He's brilliant He's very good. in it and so is she. The last few recos I've gotten from you, they're all the big like Hollywood golden heavy hitters. Girls. The golden gals. <laughs> Loving it. So I highly recommend that on Netflix. Thank you so much. Well, that wraps us. Well, that about wraps it up for this. Us. Oh my god. Thank you, Sophie. So, oh my god, it's I'll do it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in. Clara just saw, tried to sign us out there, and she was having a bit of a tongue twisty moment. So I've I, taken I, over. <laughs> Thank you. Not a problem. Please feel free to reach out to us on Instagram at Clazy Cabana and at Soph underscore Lions. Like, rate, review, subscribe, submit, spread the word. And I suppose we'll just talk to you next week. Have a gorgeous week. Enjoy Wimbo and put on some popcorn for these celebrity divorces. And also, side note, lastly, and just like that, episode three, I think I've turned a corner. Dare I say, it wasn't that bad. Oh. So keep the faith, girls. There's a lovely Burberry moment with Charlotte and one or two other moments. I'm not sold, but I'm It's like hangover not, TV. I'm not in horror. Yeah. There we go. Okay, in the words of Wimbo, cheery bye, Bob and Wheels. <laughs> in the words of Wimbo, match point. Oh! <laughs>